Greetings, this is Shane Ross, and this is the Edit Bay Podcast, episode 36, The Way of the NLE. The Edit Bay is sponsored by Blackmagic Design. Compact, affordable, and battery-powered? Introducing the world's smallest uncompressed video recorder, HyperDeck Shuttle. Dramatically improve the quality of professional or consumer cameras. HyperDeck Shuttle bypasses your camera's compression and records from SDI and HDMI direct to the highest quality uncompressed video on low-cost solid-state discs. Now shipping for $345. Blackmagic-design.com I'm a big fan of samurai films. From the Seven Samurai, Sanjuro, and Yojimbo films from Akira Kurosawa, to the Zatsuichi films and the B Samurai films I find at the local video store. Now in a lot of these, they will have some young guy who wants to become a real swordsman, so they seek out a teacher, and this teacher tells them that the sword is just an extension of their body, not a separate thing, but part of them, that they must learn that they, and the sword, are one, and they practice, a lot, day in and day out, the same repetitive moves over and over again. We see this in kung fu movies too, people training the same moves over and over. Even the karate kid was being trained when he was told to wax on, wax off, and sand the floor. When the time came for him to really use his skills to defend himself, the moves came naturally and fast. They were done without thought, and they were all reaction to a set of circumstances. This is what's known as muscle memory, doing the same tasks over and over so much that you can do them without thought. You can concentrate on accomplishing the task, not the steps involved in accomplishing that task. Not really needing to pay attention to the tool, but just doing what needs to be done. Okay, so I don't use a sword, I use a nonlinear edit system but the same rule applies. This is a concept that I first heard mentioned by Steve Cohen when I was recording an episode of that post show. This was a concept that I'd always known, but didn't really know how to express. And he said it perfectly when he described what a nonlinear editor, or NLE, needs to be to an editor. We need to know the edit system so well that we're not really aware that we're using it. The system becomes an extension of us. It becomes so invisible that it seems like we are directly manipulating the footage. That we move our fingers to press keys, we aren't pressing keys, we're using our fingers to activate some other way to directly manipulate the footage. When we grab clips, moving the mouse, and shuffle them around, we're really using our hands to grab and move the footage. The NLE is no longer a tool, but an extension of our bodies. This is pretty ingrained in how most editors work. It took a lot of pressure and convincing to get editors away from their moviolas and chem flatbeds and tape-to-tape machines and onto a nonlinear editor because they were attached to their tool. Their tool is an extension of themselves. How could they learn a new tool and be as good as they were with the old one? A lot of editors eventually made the move, but not everyone did it in a speedy manner. I recall that Michael Kahn was still using a moviola when he edited Minority Report for Steven Spielberg. That was an effects-heavy movie, but Khan was a great editor, and who would deny him his tool of choice if it allowed him to do the job he needed to do, and do it well. This is why a lot of editors, when they go from Avid Media Composer to Final Cut Pro, or the other way around, will remap the keyboard to match what they had on the other system, so that they can retain as much of their muscle memory as they can, to ensure that they can cut as fast as they did before, because deadlines are still tight, and any interruption to the creative process hinders us. The more we need to think about how we use the tool, the less time is spent molding the scene into what it needs to be. When Avid released Media Composer 5 and added a new tool set called Smart Tools, they took a couple tools Avid editors used and moved them. Not far, just a couple inches to the left and up a little, but enough to throw everything completely out of whack. Muscle memory for those two tasks was now gone, and because of that, their editing pace was slowed a little, 
because editors now had to stop and think, wait, where's that button? Oh yeah, it's over there now. There was a lot of grumbling and moaning from me too, but eventually we learned to live with it, adjusting our way of doing things and developing new muscle memory. So now Apple comes along and changes their nonlinear editor so completely that nothing really remained the same. Forget for now the features that are missing, that isn't the topic I'm visiting today. This is about muscle memory. Okay, you still have the J, K, and L control and the I and O for marking in and out, but what else is the same? The naming conventions are all different. How the new application reacts to you moving things around is different. Auditioning is different. They change just about everything, making the way editing is done very different. So different that if we chose to use it, we all would need to start over. We would drop from being the seasoned pros, the gurus, the masters of our craft, to apprentices learning a new tool. It would be like going from using a samurai sword to a rapier. It does the same thing, kill or injure people, only very differently. Instead of quick slashing moves with a samurai sword, now I need to do quick jabbing moves with a rapier. The footwork is different, the moves are different. They will take a while to master. So we're left with a choice. Do we want to learn this whole new way of doing things? or try to save our muscle memory and choose another NLE that's very similar to the last one we used. I guess it all depends on what we need to accomplish. What tool will do it best and allow us to work as invisibly as we need to? Okay, that does it for this show. Please join me next time for a story from The Edit Bay. Mm -hmm.